never seen a lame man walk. Never heard a dumb man talk. Never seen a blind man see. I promise you a pain Never seen a canceled death. Never seen all the poor get fed. Never seen a prisoner set free. I promise you a change Once again, for the podcast, the Big C and Bigger T podcast. Coming at you live and living in living color. Unless you're listening to the audio version on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, TuneIn Radio, or one of those nice places. I'm Travis Johnson, Bigger T, joined as usual by my co-host, is this number 76? Man, I tell you what, I've quit keeping up with. But you know, we're going to have to make 77 special because it's my football number. So next week, yeah. biggest podcast in the history right. of podcast ever. We're gonna have Simon, we're gonna have oh, Simon and Garfunkel next week. Uh Paul Simon's not confirmed. Yes, I <laughs> Big C Clint Clark. How you doing, buddy? Man, I was doing good. You know, and I was thinking, I I'm like, was I being selfish when I come up with the name for the podcast? Because it's got my name first, technically. It does. And I'm just in here just debating. I'm like, well, Bigger T, Big C doesn't sound as no, good. It is It is what it is. It's what it needs to be. And it do what it do. It do what it do. So it would it do when it wears a big red shoe. I, I, I don't I know what I just said. Shoes. I had red shoes once. Yeah. Twice. They were Reeboks. That's <laughs> right. Sure. Man, uh, Clint, Netflix is coming strong. Oh, are they now? They're coming strong. Well, they come. What well, tell me what they're coming with? Well, they got these docu series. Oh, like, now I want to watch this one. I the, haven't seen it. Untold stories or whatever. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, uh, they're doing the untold, untold. Yeah, and man. They're they're pretty good. I watched the and one. Uh, I haven't seen that. No, I, I'm going to watch them. I, I saw that and one today, and that's and you know and it's funny that you bring that up. And one because you know they sell and one at Walmart now. Yeah. Well, they may tell you like Walmart may have bought the brand something like that, and I don't know about it. Don't spoil it. I'm not trying to spoil anything. Yeah. But you got to think of other brands like Reebok. Like that used to be like a name brand that you had to go to like to a department. I mean like to an Academy Sports Center for they sell it at Reebok. I think they're selling Justin Boots at Reebok. Now, hey, if uh, Reebok at Walmart, you I mean, mean Walmart, you know what I mean. Well, Reebok's real, still real big in like CrossFit and stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah, but is that does, other sports? You know, is it a good thing that your brand's being sold at Walmart because it's being sold at so many places? But then it gives the connotation of being cheap. Yeah, but you see, you see what I'm saying here. Like, is it good for 
at the end of the day, it's good for your pocketbook if you're being sold at Walmart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you may not. If Walmart would love to sponsor this podcast, we'll take their money. Yeah. We, uh, hey, and I'll get, I'll get Walton tattooed we'll right cheap. here on the bicep. Walton. We'll be cheap too. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. This, I mean, I'll get it done just like, like real smart. Actually, I mean, I think we got a better shot if Dollar General comes in. I mean, you never know. I'm I'm buying a new house and it's going to have land, and they want to put one there. And that's right, that's right. Well, Clint, uh, listen, we got some holy schnikes. Woo! Uh, we got some good. We got some good ones. And, we got some and one good ones. I did put some thought into this one, and I guess I'll just go ahead and jump first because it's on my mind. So, we all a couple weeks ago we were making fun of South Carolina on here. Yeah. Uh, because they were selling tickets at Costco. Yeah. yeah. But apparently, you know, and I was I was getting ready to roast Florida. I really was. I was getting ready. Like the Florida Gators are selling tickets at Costco. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I thought this is first off, this this is cheap in your brand. But if you read the fine print, it says for select game. Yeah. So I, I looked at Florida's schedule, and I'm like, okay, now there's some like non-sexy SEC matches in there, but mm-hmm. really, you got to think it's a genius marketing idea because they're selling like the cheapest seats, the the end zones. Yeah, and I think they have a game against Eastern Washington or Eastern, and so they're not doing. It's not like you can go watch Florida Tennessee for this. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's $60. You get them at Costco. There's two tickets. Comes with hot dogs and and a, and a soda. So you're basically, you know, you're getting two hot dogs and a soda. Hot dog and a soda apiece. You get two tickets for the game for 60 bucks to watch Eastern Washington. I think it's good. It's making it affordable some families that couldn't go before. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's changed my perspective. That's what happens when you look in the comment section. Well, and I want to be careful about picking on them a little too much, too quick because – how long before we got Arkansas games being sold at Walmart? Oh, it's it's a it's a matter of time. And I because I read that Clemson's doing it too for the Furman game. Yeah. Furman. Yeah, Furman, Foreman, Furman, whatever. Yeah, so whatever. You're you're gonna lose the game, is who you are. Yeah. Um but but I was thinking about that, like, oh, I, I was like, man, there ain't no Arkansas games that we had put we could sell there. Yeah, like, we could sell our tickets. Me, I think about it, I mean. There's not an unattractive home game in Arkansas schedule this year. But if Missouri State Missouri State was coached by any other coach, yeah. That you you would be like that you could sell those tickets to Sam's Club, Walmart, yeah. wherever yeah. you want. You could easily sell them there and do the exact same thing. Because you know, they, it's a gimmick to get fans in the stands for a game they're not coming to. Yeah. It's, it really is. I went from thinking this was a cheap move that cheapens your brand to like, you know what, you guys are geniuses. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree with you. Uh, it's something we probably don't need to make fun of too awful quick. Yeah. Now, I, mean, I want you brought it up, and I I responded to a to a deal today on Facebook, oh. and I want to see what you think. Okay. Uh, it was on a, a Razorback Nation group or something like that. Yeah. Someone from Springfield, Missouri. Fine town. Fine town. Said, uh, asked, what can they expect when Bobby Petrino, from Hog fans, when Bobby Petrino comes back? I think he's going to get a standing ovation. 
You think so? I, I really do. Um, you know, I, I think I think they'll applaud him because he's came back to the touchdown club. And uh, he came back to the touchdown club and didn't charge for it and, and apologized. So I, I, I think enough time has gone by. Arkansas's football team is finally progressing in the right way again because we, we did crash and burn after that motorcycle wreck. Um, you know, it, it was bad. And I think it was going to go downhill anyway, but the only thing, it would have been a slower burn. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I think you're right. I think it would have been a slower burn. I think the next year would have been a better year uh, if he would have stayed. But I think he was doing things in recruiting. And he was, just to be honest with you, um, he was burning a lot of bridges with high school coaches and things yeah. like that, that he wasn't going to get recruits in Arkansas. Oh, he wasn't. He wasn't even allowed on North Little Rock's campus. Yeah. I mean, he, he – uh, and, and with the media – I mean, when he came to the touchdown club, the media folks didn't buy his apology because they they had to deal with him behind doors that where they and, and very well know how he you. treated people. But you, but you, but know, I think Arkansas fans will be classy, and I think, well, I think you're right. And there's a good section of Arkansas fans who are wrong, but they're they're entitled to opinion. They don't think he deserved to be fine. Yeah. Like maybe we ought to suspend him or something like that. You know what? And and you, Jeff Long has made some questionable choices. Yeah. Um. You know, in some hires, I, and he didn't have a choice here. He yeah. really did. Yeah. Anyway, I just I you'd mentioned that, so I wanted to bring it up. But anyway, our yeah, other holy Nikes go right on in. And I've been I've been listening to some. Uh, I, I get up a little earlier now. School started, right, Clint? So I listen to ESPN radio in the morning before. Uh, are you okay? Everything all right? I'm trying to find someone. Okay. Who are you looking for? Who are you looking for, Clint? Tom Brady. Where is he? Tom Brady. That's right. The national guys are talking about. Like they know, nobody where knows in the world is. is Tom Brady? Look, folks, in case you haven't heard, Tom Brady's not at training camp, and no one knows where he is, and people are speculating. They are speculating on where he's at. Some say he's on vacation. He could he I mean, be on he vacation. He's married to a Brazilian supermodel. Some some say that he might be having some kind of injury, and he's just not letting people know about it, and he's off at some undisclosed lab getting trained you know whatever right yeah my favorite one though is okay and this is a show i don't watch but my favorite one is that he's on the mass singer that they're taping the mass singer and that he is taken off from nfl training camp and preseason games to go film and sing on the mass singer. Now, there's a legitimate reason they say that, Clint. There's a legitimate reason. It's no, not I know. And I, and you told me this. Do. It doesn't. It doesn't get any. They say because he had signed a deal with Fox to be their announcer when he was going to retire. 
So they say that he might have signed a deal to do the wedding or the mass singer. And he, and, and he, um, sorry. I mean, apparently Tom's middle name is not Dignity. Yeah, oh, I've got to say. So, so here's my question, Clint. Everybody else is speculating. Yeah. So here at the Big C Bigger T podcast, I know exactly where he is. I've, I've, we're going to speculate. And so, Clint, where in the world is Tom Brady? Listen, I have it on good authority that that they're onto something here. Um, they really are. I mean, but they're not. They're not. They're not quite right. Listen, Tom Brady is great at everything he does. Yes, he is. He is. He, he's gotten better with everything as he ages. Yeah. yeah. Um, what they don't know, like fine line or sticky cheese. Yeah. yeah. Tom yeah. Brady is one of the top five home chefs, probably in the world. More than likely, yeah. More, I mean, because he's just good. It started off. You think you get Giselle and not be able to cook? Yeah. Oh, he's so here's what had happened. And, that's and the I way to supermodel's heart is yeah is to cook burritos. Um, <laughs> so I've, I've been trying it. Yeah. So no, Tom Brady. He he's 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 doing Master Shelf All Stars. Oh, for like best celebrity home chef. But here's what happened. He was slicing. He was slicing a pear, going to make a pear cobbler. I didn't even know that was a thing, but apparently it is, and Tom Brady was going to make a pear cobbler. Yeah, gotcha. cut his hand. He cut his non Oh, no. So he's got stitches. He's got to wait two weeks to take On his throwing hand or his offhand? Non-throwing hand. Non-throwing oh, okay, hand. good. He ability to take a snap. So I'm just telling you, Tom Brady, Master Chef All-Stars. Okay, well, see, Clint, um, I got to tell you, I think you're wrong. What? Because I have on good authority. Who's your source? And my source, I'm going to name my source. Okay. Aunt Boo Boo and Uncle Jimmy from Marshall, Arkansas. Oh. You know Aunt Boo Boo. Remember? I know Aunt Boo Boo. You know Aunt Boo Boo. Aunt Boo Boo. Hey, Boo Boo. <laughs> okay. Well, they were eating at the Daisy Queen. Yeah. And getting their normal pizza burger. Which is wonderful. Which is wonderful. And a shake. And they're sitting there and they see Tom Brady and Giselle come in. With like Marshall. And Marshall. I mean, obviously. Okay? And they were in a minivan. Well, I mean, they do have kids. Well, and, and Tom, Tom Brady is kids from previous marriage. Tom Brady's a man of the people, he drives a minivan. Right, and they overheard them talking. And Boo Boo's got good ears, man. She's sharp, she can hear a squirrel. Yeah, and Uncle Jimmy can tree that squirrel like a good dog. Anyway, they overheard them talking, yeah. and see, Tom Brady is in Branson right now. You know, I bet he's trying. I think he's I know what he's trying, trying out for the bald knobbers. Oh man. You know, the old man with no teeth that his, like, bottom lip will go up around his nose, you know? You know what I'm talking about? Did you ever see the bottom oh, I, I know, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. You know the old man? With, he's trying out for that part. 
Oh, good. Yeah. I don't know if he can do it. They say Giselle's been working on her, been working on some clogging and and her banjo playing. You're going to make a run of it, them crazy kids. These kids. I mean, the guy, as if he hadn't made enough money. Yeah. You know what he would make in Branson? You know, the money he could bring in? Tom Brady could probably buy and flip Branson. <laughs> I mean, like real talk. Like I was like, I was gonna make a joke about him, like maybe you're gonna buy Dog Patch USA and flip it. <laughs> make it make it Tom Brady world. Yeah. I mean, that's an idea. That's like a- how big would your ego have to be? I mean, like there's Dollywood, but like just say, I mean. Tom You'd Brady. have to be someone like Elon Musk or somebody, or somebody would just actually know you wouldn't. I mean, yeah. you could probably buy Dog Patch USA, but to try to make it a tourist spot about your name, image, and likeness. That's right. Like make it Felipe Frank's world. Hey. You're like, hey. Let's hey, listen, Clint. Let's buy Dog Patch. Let's do it. And let's have the big C bigger T. Like compound, I don't compound of excellence. Compound of excellence. Okay, listen, that's that's where it'll be in Jasper, Arkansas. Yep, and uh, it'll be amazing. We'll get the tram hooked back up. Uh, we'll get the water wheel going. We'll get little Abner and Daisy May. Eh, Daisy May. Eh, eh, eh. I might have a chance with Daisy. No casting for Daisy May. Anyway, all right. So we're we've gonna, solved it. Yeah, we're gonna have a pin the tail on Branscombe game too. That's right. That's right. So there, there's our two places. Okay, he's either, uh, he's either Master Chef All Stars with the cut hand. Yeah, but he's just gonna put a plastic glove on it and keep keep. They, they did, man. He didn't. He didn't let it stop. He didn't let it, man. They got to win that thing. Or him and Gis- Giselle are in the Ozarks. Hey, working you know, at the bald knobbers. You know who Tom? You know you know who the final three were. <laughs> Master Chef All Stars. Uh, uh-uh. I, mean, I can tell you it's a spoiler alert. <laughs> Christian Leitner and Mario Lemieux, Tom Brady. <laughs> okay. All right. Just say so, you heard it here first. Breaking news. Right. <laughs> we've got that. We've solved that. All right. Now, Clint, it's uh, you know, we've 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 done we've done some different previews for the football season. We're what eleven days away right now. Fixing yeah. When this comes out tomorrow, it'll be ten days away, um, uh, from the season. Okay, so we're getting close. Cincinnati's right around the corner. Okay, here's what I want us to do today, Clint. I want us to pick yes, the guys that we think are going to make a big contribution that we're going to look at the end of the year and we go, where did they come from? They're the surprise yeah, big contributors. Okay. So the, these are going to be guys that we say, we don't have the season that we have without this guy stepping up. And, and we're, so we're not going to talk about KJ. No. We need him to step up. We know that, right? We're, we, we're not going to talk about we're, – we're not even going to talk about Trey Knox because – Not Rocket Sanders. Not Rocket Sanders, not Jalen Catalan, not Bumper Pool. okay? 
But who are some guys that we think, man, this guy is a guy I think is going to step up and do something big. We're warning you now. This this is our prophecy. Watch right. out for this guy. And and this goes from for me. I know this goes. I've been. I listen to the press conferences every day. I'm I'm you know listening to the practice reports. You're you're, you're a nerd. All that kind of stuff. Okay. And so um. So we'll talk about that, and then. Then we'll kind of go at the end. We'll kind of go back and Trey Biddy put out that what he thinks is going to be the starting lineup. If we have time, we can talk yeah. about that a little bit too. Okay. Cool. So, Clint, who's your first guy that you would say this is a guy that I think is going to make a big impact? Watch out. Yeah, I think he. I think he's talked about, but but he's not like talked about because he had, he lived in a very large shadow last year. Mm. A John Ridgeway size shadow yeah i think isaiah nipples yeah i really do i think he's going to be a big contributor on the d-line everybody's seeing it as a question mark john ridgeway was hurt quite a bit last year too mm. and nipples played and i don't think you really noticed a big drop off between john ridgeway and him no, john ridgeway's playing on the nfl i'm not sure he's gonna be playing on sundays but he's, what a sixth round draft pick by the cowboys something like that and, okay. and the cowboys are liking him yeah, they're liking him. So, I mean, he's probably going to make the roster mm. at the very worst, make the practice squad. But I think they're probably worth they cut him. He'll get picked up. Yeah. Uh, so, I think I think he's got a good, good chance to make the football team. Um, I say that like I've researched it at all. Yeah. Uh, I have not. I made yeah. that up. Um, so, who knows what's going to happen. But I'm saying Isaiah Nichols had to play a lot last year. There's big shoes to fill, but I think he fills them. And I think he filled them last year. And I think – you know, you he. I think you're going to see some big things out of Isaiah Nichols this year. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I might go with the guy who is actually uh, Trey Biddy has his second string at the same position. On, but it. He's got two defensive tackles in the starting lineup. He's got them running right. four-man front, okay? He's got Eric Gregory as the other starting defensive tackle. But I'm going to say Terry Hampton. Yeah, I, 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 I almost said Terry Hampton. I, I think uh, I when he played – well, I watched him play in high school uh, just one game a year because uh, – uh, El Dorado played Camden Fairview, and so I was always at those games. And that's that was a big rivalry game. And then – so I paid attention to him when he was at Arkansas State. And at Arkansas State, he was the guy on their defense that the other offense had to watch out for, okay? And then I've listened to these press conferences, and everybody, they keep talking about, you know – in fact, Kennedy, Coach Kennedy – you know, he said, well, I've never played against SEC defensive linemen. He said, so I asked my guys who have played against SEC defensive linemen, is he, is uh, Terry Hampton an SEC defensive lineman? And they said, oh, yeah, easily. Now, didn't he just do an insane bench press too? Yes. Him and Bo Lemur were the, or did the press conference yesterday. 
They're the two strongest guys on the team. They had the two highest maxes. Lemur bitches over 600 pounds or 500 pounds. Terry Hampton benches 450. Yeah. When you have a defensive lineman that has that strong of hands, if he if he has the other stuff, the motor and all the other stuff, man, that that can, you know, that can do something. I mean, that's 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 NFL material. Yeah, no, it is. And by the way, I just got fired up about something. I'm going to bring it up right here, right now. Okay. How dumb is was a max when like they put like 135 pounds on the bar and you did how many that you could do, and then they had a formula that they go figure out. Okay, well you did yeah. this four times. That means you can bench press 385 pounds. That was dumb. Like yeah, that that was dumb. Yeah, because I I've done power clean maxed out on I can't remember how much I maxed out, but they were like I'm like there's no way I could get that, no way, no way, not even close. Yeah, yeah, not even not even not even twenty pounds of it. No. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, I'm sorry. I got. Uh, I agree with you. I agree with you. All right, so who's your next one? Okay, uh, now I know he's been talked about a little bit. But I'm really thinking we're going to see big things out of A.J. Green. Mm-hmm. Who wants he running two on the running back depth chart? Um, He is, yeah, two. two. Okay. With, yeah. Dom, with Dominic Johnson out. Dominic out. But here's the thing. It, it is, is there's opportunity, at least in this Cincinnati game, mm. with Dominic out. Like – like Rockets looking like a running back. Rockets got the opportunity to, to seize the number one role. He, I mean, he really does. AJ's got the chance to seize the number two role and and have Johnson fighting for the third reps or the second reps. I mean, the thing is, I don't think that that quarter that running back room is deep. Yeah, when you can literally run out the three deep of Rocket. Dominic Johnson and AJ Green. That's impressive. And he made some big plays last year. And if he's just developed just a little bit and he's gotten better, and I've not seen anything suggest that Jimmy Smith can't develop running backs. Yeah. Um, so I think he's I think he's prime for big thing. What I can see him is to be that he's that quick, that quick hitter. He's he's hopefully what everybody wanted TJ Hammonds to be. Um, and that he gets the opportunity and he seizes the opportunity. Now, watch out for Dominion, too. Dominion. Yeah, and I yeah, and I've heard they, they had the I heard they like Joiner too. I heard yeah. What I'm saying is that's that's a deep, deep running back room. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you, uh, for sure. Um all right. My next one. Well, hmm. I'm trying not to do too many offensive guys, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with another offensive guy, and this is a guy we haven't talked about. Yeah, hardly at all, or at least not on this podcast. Go ahead. It's Devin Manuel. It's a freshman. Okay. He's at backup left tackle right now. He's 6'9". 
he came in at 370. He's mm-hmm. down to 335. Where what year is he and where is he from? Freshman from uh I can't remember where he's from. I want to say from Georgia, Tennessee, someone okay. like that. He uh they say they said early in the season if Luke Jones has the left tackle, Tykees Crawford is not on the left side anymore at all. He's staying on the right hand side. That if Luke Jones goes down, that at the beginning of the year, it'll probably be uh, it'll probably be Latham, uh, Latham and Crawford moving inside. It'd probably be Latham or or Lemur going out to left tackle, one of those two. Okay, and then someone else going inside. However. They said Devin Emmanuel, Devin Manuel, by the end of the year will probably be. Uh, I mean, he's he's they're gonna address him. He's gonna play on the offensive line. Uh, they they like what they're getting out of him. He's fighting hard. He's uh, by the end of the year, he very well could be a starter on that offensive Is line. Is he a true freshman? Yes. But here's the thing. This is the beauty of the rule. If you want to redshirt him, yeah, you can still play him four games. Yeah, and that and that's and I love I love the rule. I really, really, yeah. really do. That that rule is one of the things the NCAA got right. Yeah, where where you can play these kids up to four games. And I also think they got it right last year when people were petitioning the bowl game, saying, "Hey, can we play these freshmen a fifth game?" Like, no, you should have been smarter than that. Yeah, and I, I think they got that decision right too. No, but I think I I really think by the end of the year, Devin Manuel, we're going to be saying, yeah, this guy's the future. Well, uh, I almost said I almost said St. John, I almost said Jalen St. John. Yeah, uh, stud um, off his lineman. They they recruited when Pittman first got there. They flipped from Missouri. I almost said him because you know he. I think he went in the portal, and went out for a reason. Yeah. Uh, but they're gonna. They're, now this this year, you know, we got an established offensive line, and the year after that, you know, there's gonna be a lot. Of, there's gonna be a lot of competition up there. Well, but I think you know, I mean, like, not to go too far ahead, but oh no, go ahead. They're, they're locking. They're locking Marcus Henderson at center. He's backing up. He's backing up Stromberg, but they like him at center. Okay, right. that's a guy that you know he's he's played a lot of different positions. Um, and Marion Harris is looking good too. He's a young guy. He's a he's a freshman. Yeah. Um, he's he's the backup at right guard. Well, because they had they called Shamley and uh, Harris the twin the Little Rock Towers. That's right. You got Tykees Crawford backing up Wagner at right tackle. So more than likely, hopefully Crawford stays there. Right. If Devin Manuel ends up being. It's Devin Manuel followed by Andrew Chamley at left tackle. Okay. So you got both of those guys working at left tackle yeah. right now. So, and in the depth chart there, or the unofficial depth chart, you got Jalen St. John backing up Brady Latham at left guard. So you got, I mean, you got some guys for next year that are, oh, no, that probably even looked the part more so than the ones that you got ahead of them this year. It's just, they don't have a hundred starts like these guys do. 
No, and it's a it's a it's an experienced experienced offensive line. Yeah. Um, but now on to my next one. Okay. See, and it's funny is is you're saying you're going all offense. I've got I've, I've, of course I went AJ Green, but I'm going defense. I'm going Miles Slusher. Yeah. I mean, he's one of them. He flies on the radar because a lot of people like to talk to cornerback. When Catalan went down last year, you know, and Slusher got burned a couple times. Yeah. I mean, he did. I mean, he was he was toasted a few times, but he also got a lot of experience and played well. I mean, he wasn't Jalen Catalan, but then again, there's a reason Jalen Catalan's an All-American. Yeah. Um, but I think I think that experience, and you're just gonna see him take another step. I mean, he's kind of he he made a position, he may kind of move to a different spot in the secondary to get him on the field. But I think yeah, that's it is that's, him at nickel. Nickel, yeah. Starting at nickel. Yeah, and, and well, because they're gonna do it sounds like they're gonna do like a four, two, five. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of what they're gonna go with this year. Yeah. Instead of the three, two, six. Oh, that's what that's what Biddy's thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure he's watched enough practice. So yeah. Um but that's the depth they have on that's the depth they have up front now is, is allows them to do that. And I think Pittman and, and Odom know that's their best chance to win is to do. Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to Miles Slusher. I think, you know, he, he really did well last year. And, and the best thing about defense backs is when you don't hear their name because they're just defending yeah. passes. No one's catching them. So. Well, and let me, let me tell you another one. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit another D I'm gonna hit a D back here. Um and a couple of these are guys that I'm telling you to get to know these names because I think they're gonna be names to know in the future too. Okay. Um right now he's backing up Jalen Catalan, but Anthony Brown. Okay. Safety. Uh from what I understand, he's had really good fall camp. This is a kid in high school that was a do-everything on his football team and loved to have the ball in his hands, Has had good ball skills, had good receiving skills, all that kind of stuff. Those type of guys make good safeties, Okay. Steve Atwater was an option quarterback in high school. Mr. Yeah. Do everything for his football team. One of the best safeties to ever play the game. Okay. Um, I like this from what I've heard about this Anthony Brown kid. I haven't seen him play yet, but just the things I'm hearing, the things I hear other players talk about him, the way they bring up his name, uh, the way they bring up his name, even when he's not asked about. Reporters aren't asking about him, and they're bringing him up saying, hey, this guy's the truth, okay? Um, I think he's going to be one to watch for sure. No, for sure. I, and and that, that's awesome. Um, you know, and, and I, did we say we were doing three, or do you want me to keep going? If you got another one, keep going. Cause uh, I, you know, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, and the, another one that we don't talk about much is is Chris Paul, Pooh. Everybody calls yeah. him Um because I think everybody's like, okay, we got bumper pool and we got this five-star transfer from Alabama, Drew Sanders. But, you know, and I think I said this last week is, you know, they typically, they pay, they play three linebackers. Yeah. That that's their main, like they got one rotates out all the time. Yeah. You know, they like, okay, it'll be bumper and Sanders and Sanders and Pooh. Then 
and they because they did last year, but it was Hayden Henry, um, Grant Morgan, and uh, Bumper Pool. Yeah, but he's the he's kind of the third guy. Yeah, you know he's the third guy, but he, but you know Andrew Parker bided his time at Arkansas. I mean, he really did. He bided his time, and then this year came and he transferred. Yeah. And I think this because he saw the writing on the wall that he was going to be the fourth guy again. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But they've got a lot of others. You know, they got some depth there. I think Marcus, you said Marco Avant, or is it Marcus Avant? They like him there. Yeah. um, Manny Powell. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, Jordan Crook and Jackson Woodard, you're hearing good things about them also. And, in uh, in practice, they're they're doing good things. So, uh, but yeah, you're right. I think Pooh Paul. I agree with you. I think he's definitely going to be another one. Oh, I, I, another I think... one on the offensive side. I think we need to watch out for is Ty Washington. He's tied in freshman. He's uh, what six four. Well, and it's funny you bring him up because because when we were talking about this, I'm going to do Hudson Henry, and you told me, "Go, yeah, I think he's running like fourth on the depth chart." Yeah, and that's why you bring this name up. And I was like, "Okay, yeah." Well, and and I was kind of going back and forth between Ty Washington and Nathan Bax. Nathan Bax is actually uh, is actually second string on Trey Biddy's depth chart. Mainly because I think he's more of a blocker, but Ty Washington is supposed to be both. Yeah, and they say when you look at him, he looks like an SEC tight end. See, um, and it's funny, you know, we're talking about the tight ends, and you got the two, but I'm really thinking about Hudson. Is like, man, you know what? But these guys may be better blockers, but maybe you bring him in pure passing nails. But I'm like, Trey Knox is your starter. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you don't right. take you don't take Trey Knox out in no. passing situations. But no, for sure. I interrupted you there. I guess should let you. Finish. No, I just I just think Ty Washington. He's a young guy. You know, I'm I'm saying lots of young guys. Uh, I'm not really I'm not really saying any guys that. Uh, you know, I th- I guess the only older guys we've mentioned is Terry Hampton and you mentioned uh, Isaiah and Slusher. Isaiah. Slusher's a little bit younger. I mean, I didn't really mention any freshmen. I know you, you, I know you've been hearing great things about McAdoo. Here's the thing: we're hearing great things about all the freshmen. Yeah, leaders, um, Isaiah Santanga, and one more that that he was on my list that I I started to do him higher, but I really feel good about is Warren Thompson. Yeah, they say he's really stepped up. You know, one of the knocks on him was he missed some routine plays a lot. You know, he would, you know, he would, uh, you know, may catch kind of a tough pass every now and then, but he would miss the the bread basket passes, you know. And um, they say he's really stepped his game up. And uh, so I'm, I'm thinking, hoping some good things for him. We need him to, honestly. You know, we need some of these older guys, and he's – they say he's taking on some leadership since he is one of the older guys. Yeah. And he's our – honestly, he's our uh, – Top returning receiver, is Top returning it? receiver. So – Now, no, SEC now was out at practice the other day, I believe, and Alyssa 
Listen, Lang, I want to credit her correctly. She tweeted out, she goes, Arkansas is not going to miss Traylon Burks. Or don't worry about me. This, 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 this wide receiver core is legit. So I, I am, man, it's so nice to look forward to a football season. Yeah. And there's the thing, if this team goes seven and five, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. Two years ago, I'd have been doing backflips down Highway 65 into oncoming traffic if we were seven yeah. and five. Yeah. I mean. I agree with you. It's uh, it's tough, man, but it's also tough. You know, uh, Monday, Kirk Herbstreet was at the Touchdown Club, you know, and he is like, he's like, man, I like this Razorback team. He said, but that schedule. Yeah. He said, that schedule y'all have. He said, it's it's brutal. And uh, so, I mean, even a national pundit like him is well aware of how difficult that schedule is going to be. Uh, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a tough schedule, but, you know, I think anymore – you know, I think every team's got good players now, especially with the portal. Yeah. You can't stockpile people like you used to. Um yeah. and I, I think I think that what sets us apart, then of course everybody else is I still think is KJ Jefferson. Yeah. Really. Yeah. But um I, it's not it's just nice to look forward. It's nice to look forward to it. It really is. Well, here let me uh let me kind of go through this. This is Trey Biddy's projected depth chart. Okay, this isn't an official depth chart. This is 11 days out projected depth chart for uh, – he's, of course, got KJ with Malik, Cade Fortner, Fortin, and Riker Sebo, whoever that is. They say Fortin is looking good in practice too. Yeah. They also say Hornsby is playing a lot more quarterback because the receivers are doing so well that they're not thinking they're going to have to play him as much. We'll see on that. Raheem Sanders, uh, one, one, you know, Dominic Johnson is back out running now. There's some video of him actually running on the side and, and running through some drills, but he will not play, I don't think, against Cincinnati. A.J. Green, Rashad DeBinion, James Joyner. Outside wide receiver, Matt Landers, Keechon Jackson, Sam Umbake, Landon Rogers. Outside, the other outside wide receiver, Warren Thompson, Jaden Wilson. That's another one that's showing out really good. Quincy McAdoo, Malik Hornsby. Inside wide receiver, Jaden Hazelwood, Isaiah Satanga, Bryce Stevens, Harper Cole. Tight end, Trey Knox, Nathan Bax. Ty Washington, Hudson Henry. Left tackle, Luke Jones, Devin Manuel, Andrew Chambly, Terry Wells. Left guard, Brady Latham, Jalen St. John, Patrick Kudis. Center, Ricky Stromberg, Marcus Henderson, Eli Henderson, Josh Street. Right guard, Bo Limmer, Imarion Harris, Cole Carson. Right tackle, Darton Wagner, Takis Crawford, Brock Burns. Left defensive end, defensive side now, Deshaud Stewart, Landon Jackson, Dorian Gerald, J.J. Hollinsworth. Defensive tackle, Eric Gregory, Terry Hampton. Taylor Lewis, Marcus Miller. Another defensive tackle, Isaiah Nichols. Cameron Ball, Nico Devier. 
Torian Carter. And you got to like that depth, though, at defensive tackle. Because if no, we go to a three-man yeah. front, there's still depth there. Some of those guys go out to end. And uh, well, I like that they, you know, they're so slowed on Nico. I yeah. really do. And I, you know, I think I think he's got an edge to him that you got to have on that defensive line. Like if you look at Trey Williams last year, that man had an edge to it. Yeah, for sure. You could just tell, like, hey, he's you know, he I mean, he, he, you want to kill him sometimes. Yeah. But I mean, like, man, you could tell he just he was a intense, yeah. intense guy. Intense dude. All right, right defensive end, Zach Williams, Jordan Dominic, Eric Thomas, John Hill, Will Linebacker, Bumper Pool, Chris Poupal, Manny Powell, Marco Avant, Mike Linebacker, Drew Sanders, Jordan Crook, Jackson Woodard, Caden Henley, Nickelback, Miles Slusher, Ja'Cory Turner, Jalen Lewis, Boundary Safety. Jaden Johnson, Latavius Brini, Zach Zemos. Middle safety, Jalen Catalan, Anthony Brown, Kyrie Johnson. Field safety, Simeon Blair, Trent Gordon, McKinley Williams. Left corner, Ladarius Bishop, Malik Chavis, Kondu Parker. Right corner, maybe the star of the camp this so, so far, I'm Hudson Clark. Here. Dwight McLaughlin, Kari Johnson, Hudson Clark. It looks like right now would be the starter, according to Sam Pittman, over the LSU transfer McLaughlin's. But here's the here's the thing about Hudson Clark. Is 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 I remember looking up at the TV during the COVID year 2020, being like, "Who's that white guy in the secondary?" Yeah. I mean, you know, you're like number 17. Who is that guy? And you see him all over. You saw him all over the field, even before he, even, you know, after the Ole Miss game, he became a household name. Yeah. Yeah. For obvious reasons. But, but you saw him making plays and he never was really getting burnt. And, you know, he, every defensive back is, I don't care if you're Richard Sherman, Deion Sanders, you're going to get a ball caught on you every now and then. But he played really well. Yeah. I mean, so well enough that when, um, and he was starting in the NFL last year. The transfer from um, from Arkansas State that was the in the secondary. Oh, I forget his name. But I know you're talking about him. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, he came back, and Hudson had beat him out for the job, and the guy was starting for the Lions last year. Yeah. I mean, sure, it was the Lions, but he was starting. Yeah. And Hudson kept him. And Hudson played good enough to keep him off the field. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just time to admit Hudson Clark might be a good football player. Yeah, for sure. And, and 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 kudos to Sam Pittman for red shirt walk on playing meaningful minutes. Yeah. In in you know in an all SEC schedule. Yeah. And he he's like no he earned that. Yeah. Pittman's like he goes I'm going to put the walk on at her because that's what he earned. Yeah. He earned the scholarship, so he put him on scholarship, and now you've got a highly touted, you know, transfer. And you got to say I'm sorry, right now Hudson's beating you out. Yeah. He's out four million camp. All right, kicker Cam Little, and it's looking like he's going to handle kickoff duties too. By the way, okay, because his the freshman they brought in Blake Ford has a strong leg, and they were wanting to give him kickoff duties. I think Fountain was, but he's been kicking some out of bounds, yeah. and so uh, I think the distance wise, they're pretty even. 
and they would have split them because Fountain likes for like his field goal kicker just to focus on field goals. Yeah. But anyway, punter Reed Bauer is leading Max Fletcher, the rookie punter, the Australian. By the way, Max Fletcher's brother plays for Cincinnati. Did you know that? I did not know that. And uh, his parents are traveling all the way to watch that game. So I bet he, I bet Fletcher gets in that game if at all possible. Long snapper Eli Stein, he's the one that got the, uh, he got a uh, scholarship. So they're going to, you know, he's going to be the long snapper. Holder, Reed Bauer, Max Fletcher, they like the punter to be. Punt returner, Bryce Stevens and Isaiah Satanga is who Biddy thinks will be it. Yeah. I like that, man. I I hope no. I hope we can get somebody back there that'll actually put some yards up on return. And then kickoff return, AJ Green, Matt Landers, and Jaden Hazelwood. I like those guys back there for that. Yeah, I don't I, not so much Hazelwood. I think you're in a no win situation with him. You don't want him back. Yeah. But I don't know. You know, we we had this one guy at one time that's kind of important to the thing. We had him doing some kickoff return duties. His name was Darren something. Yeah, Darren. We're number five. What was that guy? Yeah. I think he he was decent. Yeah, he did all right. He was decent. Decent ball player. Yeah. I mean he had a little scoot to him. Yeah. One that's a little scoot. All right, Clint. I need I need you. I need your help. Okay, sorry. Before we go, this Friday night, mm-hmm. I'm making my debut. Ooh, yeah! As the voice of the Beard and Bears on ninety-two point seven out of Camden. Oh man! I'll be calling the game against. It's Jerusalem. got a radius. It's got a broadcast radius for at least seven miles. It's seven and a half, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Now they they do have an app. It's Radio Works, the Radio Works app. You can oh, find it on on your Apple Store, and you can uh, if you want to listen to the game. Anyway, so here's what I need, though, Clint. Yeah, I need your help. Sure. I want a phrase that I need to work into the broadcast. Oh. Somehow. Yeah. But I, I don't want some just. Like I want something that I can I want to try to work it in like where it seems like that just it just naturally flowed out of his mouth. Okay. A couple couple things that came to my mind. Okay. Like something bad happens, like they fumble kickoff and you just go, Well, that's how that cookie crumbles. Okay. Yeah. I mean that there's that one. And then there's also you you gotta give an oh a shout out to the big C bigger T podcast. We yeah, only schnockies want to play. Okay, <laughs> but you got to get really excited and say it like that. I can and do, do that. like and do like the muscles, like holy schnockies. You weren't even looking. I did. I was trying to amuse you. Oh, sorry. You're looking down at your phone. I was like, holy schnockies. Oh yeah. You got 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 get real intense. Like ooh, That's right. holy schnockies. Holy schnockies. <laughs> you. I ain't seen somebody run that fast since Wesley Rowland. That's right. That's right. Well, man, I'm excited about it. 
I'm excited to see the Bears play. I went and watched some practice yesterday. They had a rough year last year, Clint. It was rough. It was bad. They lost to Hampton like 40-something to zip. And Hampton ain't no good. <laughs> but I think it's, they got a different coach. They got rid of some of the – you know, they had some guys that had some bad attitudes last year. So, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully that they got a little pep in their step. There you go. I got a couple of boys in my church that play for them, and they're uh, – I think they'll be pretty good football players. Listen, if they, if they need um, a pregame speech from the finest center, third stringer in the history of the Gulf South Conference. I'll no. let them know. Let them know, like, hey. I'll let them know I got connections. Pregame motivational speeches. Tell them I'm friends with Gabe Saracel. Um, who you know, I think it was all conference, yeah. So I know I'm friends with a couple of all conference people that were, you know, and yeah, I'm friends with all conference guys. There you go, I got oh. them in my phone, but I'm the backup, they're hard to find. That's right, anybody can be all conference. That's right, third string center. They're That's rare, right. not everybody can hold that. No, all right. Well, Clint, we're coming to the end. Folks, like and share, please, please like and share. Let people know uh, we have some, we might have, we're not going to tell you who because we don't want to jinx it. Nope. But we might have a big interview next week. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe. Yep. In the works. For number 77. It's in the works. In the works. In the works. But hey, like and share. Check us out. Social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That's the only place we are. YouTube. Uh, wherever else we are. We're on all those places. Every single Check world. us out and uh, listen. Be great out there, people. Have a great week. Keep your chin up. Things are bad. They get better. Keep your head up. I shaved last week because things were going bad. That's right. And now I look ridiculous without facial hair. But who cares? Who cares? It's going better. Fresh hair. Was it Tupac that take keep your head up? I believe so. Sorry. Anyway. Oh, there you go. Yeah, whoever. That great philosopher, Tupac. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, philosophy. That's what you – anyway. No, seriously, folks. Have a great week. And – uh Go hogs. Whoopig. Go. Oh. Sweat. One. Filthy. Dirt. Harvest. When I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt Won't see no more till I hurt Cry in your kingdom come Listen I wake up in the morning I bow my head to pray Mama told me if I don't Ain't nothing gonna change These prayers breaking up hard rocks 
so I can control the sea. I'm in a red 